Are you ready? Yep. I'm Luke. And I'm Devin. And we're... Multiversal Q. This is our Age of Ultron free comic book day. We are dead inside spectacular. We spent a lot of money today, guys. And a lot of time. And much time. Uh, we first met up at like 10 o'clock, and we've gotten back to my apartment at 6. Yep. That's 8 hours worth of comics, guys. Yeah, and I did all that driving. Yep. I did all that driving. Yep. Uh, but yeah, we came back with a whole bunch of comics, some of which we're going to get to cover on the show eventually, but we might as well go over our hauls and the various stores that we went to. So, starting off the day, we went to Devin's Hometown Store. It's called the Comic Shop Shop Plus. It is in Newark slash Keith, Ohio. And uh, Comic Shop Plus was having a deal on trades and paperbacks, so I got some nice stuff. I got the first Promethea hardback, uh, Secret Warriors Volume 3, and uh, a lot of... No, I think that was all I got, and then free comics, including last year's Paul Pope, the Invincible Hogan Haggard, Quet, Haggard West. Let's see, what did I pick up? I picked up five $3 trades. I got X-Men and Spider-Man. Mary Jane Spider-Man, Face It Tiger. You just hit the jackpot. The Invincible Iron Man's Dragon Seed Saga. Iron Man's Enter the Mandarin. And then one we'll definitely cover, because there's so many multiverses here, is Dark Reign's Fantastic Four. Which is one of those great ones. That's what uh, really got Jonathan Hickman his run on uh, yeah, uh, Fantastic Four. Yeah. Oh, and I also picked up Harold's, because it's got Monica in it. Monica Rambo. Yeah. And then I picked up some what-ifs, but I'll go over that huge what-if list later on. Let's see if my free comic I got... I got all new, all different Avengers, Secret Wars number zero, The Tick, and the one that I'm excited for because it means the series is actually coming back, it's called The Stuff of Legend, which that series I believe was supposed to have ended last year, mm -hmm. and there's still two more volumes to come out because it didn't come out for two years. Good times. Yep, great times. Uh, I'm shopping not just for myself, but also grabbing stuff from my sister, and uh, Fahad, hi Fahad, you listen to this show, and you're a good person because you do listen to this show. Also, happy birthday to Jordan Witt. She makes comics about people who punch ghosts. Yes, we are giving you thumbs up. Uh, but there I was able to pick up the Super Mutant uh, Magic School special, the uh, Drawn and Quarterly. Bob's Burgers, The Attack on Titan, uh, Kodansha, uh, Avengers, and a bunch of other stuff that I don't really remember. Yep. It was a great time. So from yeah. there, we headed on up to Comic Town. And uh, Comic Town is located here in Columbus. That's where I can sometimes be found on Mondays playing Hero Clicks, especially as the next season begins. And they were doing a sale on everything. And uh, I ended up picking up the first issue of Kaiju Max. Oh, I forgot that I got uh, issue number five of Orion. 
back at uh, Comic Shop Plus, which is the episode where it's all splash pages of Orion fighting Darkseid by Walt Simonson. Nice. Uh, Chris Sims talked about it this week on his uh, Ask Chris column on Comics Live. So it was like, yeah, damn. That's cool. Mm-hmm. But uh, at Comic Town, uh, yeah. It was a busy place. They were doing a costume contest. And... I need to... I think I... Oh, I ended up getting uh, Final Crisis Aftermath Dance, which is the one that has the Super Young Force, I believe. And I also got Top 10 Beyond the Farthest Precinct, plus some uh, what-if issues. Like, I picked up what-if issues at pretty much every store that we went to. Uh, the one I got, for me, was I picked up the first volume of Ultimate Spider-Man, and I've slowly been getting my way through the entire series at various used stores. Fantastic run if you have not read it. One day we'll probably cover the Ultimate Universe. Damn, that will be a long episode. That'll be our, like, 52-episode special. Yeah. It'll be like four hours long probably and then the series that I have been collecting over the course of the day was the fantastic comic series from Image called Alex and Ada what is that about Devin? basically it's kind of like a mashup of Blade Runner and her basically there's a time we have androids in this it's supposed to be taking place like in the near future they're kind of like androids eventually they have become given enough power so that they become sentient. The first one who gains sentience kills a bunch of people. So as a result, all androids are not ever allowed to become sentient again. And we have Alex, who has been given a android by his grandmother, which he names Ada. He determines that he does not like Ada for the fact of she's not really real. So he goes and tries to find a way to make her sentient. And then it also kind of evolves into a love story from there. It's really good. Nice. So you are here getting fancy artsy comics on getting what-ifs. Yes. Uh, yeah, from there we went to uh, The Laughing Ilger, which is my normal comic shop in Columbus. Fantastic and store. It's what I went to when I was younger. Yeah. and I moved. They are big enough that they offered no sales, and so it was pretty much me getting uh, two more comics from the free comic book day racks and we pretty much just took out yeah Yeah. Uh, I do love that store yeah no it is a great store the staff is always friendly and willing to talk and Mm -hmm. have fun unless they are beleaguered by tons of people come into the store yep Uh, yeah they run a tight ship though Mm -hmm. very well organized after that we stopped off at Crimson Cup to drop off some comics and then we headed up to Dairy Queen for lunch. Then I went to Packrat Comics. And uh, Packrat does a big thing every year where they have a costume contest. They have an artist alley with a whole bunch of local artists yep. like Mike Carroll. Yep. And, uh, yeah, no sales there either. And it was crowded. I mean, it's definitely if you want to go there and hang out and, like, be in a costume all day. It is great, but get there early because parking is a nightmare. Yes. Uh, I was a little disappointed this year because last year they had the most amazing 
long box back issue bins. Yeah, you got your sadly gone. You got your summer special with the first appearance of Squirrel Girl in there. Yeah. But uh, I ended up picking up a dancing Groot because I can put that on my desk at work. Yeah. And actually, I think this counts as an alternate universe that I picked up last year. I do have the issue where Aunt May becomes the Herald of Galactus. Yes, that is a uh, what if I believe. It's technically a Marvel team up. It was during the whole like assistant editors run. Ah. That that like happened for like every issue of every series. I have a couple of those, and they're all supposed to be like really weird issues. I don't. I think they take place in a multiverse, but I actually have the one of uh, Incredible Hulk only for the cover, which is literally just General Ross holding a gun to his own head, looking sad. Oh. And then from there we went up, or we went over to Pickerington, Ohio, and I am totally blanking on the name of the shop. Capital right. City. Yeah, Capital City Comics which is where friends of the show sometimes go, and I've been there. They have a lot of really great daily specials. Uh, it's just nothing that I got was actually on sale because I once again went to those back issues, and I've been going through those what-ifs for quite a bit. But what did you get there, Devin? About the newest issue of Alex and Adam. No, oh, okay. About, about that, and... Did one of my trades come from there... I think you had gotten a Spider-Man book. Oh, yes, I got Spider-Man The Gauntlet. I got one of the Gauntlet series there, because that was three bucks. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And uh, they were pretty low-key by the time we got there. Even Pikachu was breaking into three parts. Yep. Which was horrifying. It was horrifying. There were children in each of those parts. So many children. Mm Mm-hmm. Then from there, we moved on to Dave's Dave's Clubhouse. Clubhouse. Which did not get their free comic book day supplies because of reasons, but they did uh, let us take two comics out of their back issues. So I got the first issue of uh, Jim Zubkovich's Wayward, which I've been looking forward to reading. And I got some more Alex and Data. Yeah. I gave you one of my picks, and then you also got me that Machine Man series. Yeah, four issue Machine Man series. And then I picked up some of the straggling issues of Avengers from Carol Danvers' early stint in on the team. Mm-hmm. And then after that, we went back uh, all the way through traffic to Heroes and Games, which is located in the downtown Columbus Convention Center. That is normally where the Stuff podcast is taped, that you can sometimes find me on being myself and talking about current comics. And, uh, yeah. uh, we picked up a what if you got some back issue Spider-Mans and it was all to validate parking and yeah. say hi to the owners because by that point they had been pretty much cleared out because it was also the Hell City Tattoo Festival this yes. weekend. And also a female, uh, religious meeting. Of some sort. Which was a really interesting dichotomy because you have a lot of pastor moms and church moms in their church shirts and then you got bikers with arm tattoos and neck tattoos so I agree now let's talk about one of the free things I got today which I'm I enjoy but I'm less than thrilled by we got our New York Bulletin for Secret Wars let's talk for half a second about why I'm not a fan why are you not a fan Devin? because this is I do get tired sometimes of Marvel's whole we need to make all of our comics resemble the movies. Mm-hmm. 
because I have gotten a whole bunch of these things that I really enjoy. But do you know what they all were? They were Daily Bugle issues. Magically, now we have a New York Bulletin, which only really kind of came around with the television show Daredevil because they did not have the rights to it at the time, and that's where Ben Urich works during the course of that show. Oh, uh, one thing that I forgot that I did pick up at Dave's Clubhouse was the 11th volume of Exiles, so... Way to just interrupt me. Yeah. During my long tangent. Yeah. But, yeah, but I mean, it happens so often, which... I mean, sometimes it's cool. I mean, like, Peter Quill's new costume, yeah, it does look pretty sweet. But, like, oh, man, Cat Bucky. I really enjoy Bucky Cat. And then, oh, there's a new Cat's America movie coming out. Bam, Bucky, get out. Go back to being Winter Soldier. We don't need you anymore. Mm-hmm. Okay, so... Because, actually, I still have my really old issue of... What's it? Oh, the Daily Bugle, which I really like, enjoy because it's kind of aged now, so it's kind of become like a yellower paper. Mm-hmm. But it is from the assassination of Captain America. Nice. Yeah. And this one, I mean, this one, I mean, it's still pretty cool. I mean, it has the cover of Secret Wars, but the way they used to do it, at least, they made it actually look like a full-fledged newspaper because the front page is actually just the still panel from when he actually gets shot. Yeah. So it actually is like really sweet. Marvel, I want you to make more things like that. Yeah, that nice alternate alternate universe artifact. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's really cool and fun. Okay, now time to go through the giant stack of what-ifs that I was able to grab. What if House of M? What if Secret Wars? What if featuring Submariner? What if Uncanny X-Men? What if featuring X-Men Deadly Genesis? What if starring Cannonball's little brother Josh and his pet Sentinel? Uh, what if starring Daredevil, the man without fear, the fight of his life has ended? What if Annihilation reached Earth? What if Dark Reign? What if Cable had destroyed the X-Men Part 1 of 2? What if Iron Man lost the Armor Wars? What if the alien costume had possessed Spider-Man? What if War Machine had not destroyed the Living Laser? which is a choose-your-own-ending, too. Uh, what if starring Black Knight featuring Doctor Doom in Camelot Reborn? What if starring Cyclops and Havoc? Their early years, their darkest fears. What if starring the Incredible Hulk, the man, the monster? What if starring the Fantastic Four, Deadly Inheritance? What if... Barbara Ketch had become Ghost Rider. What if Magneto took over the USA, which is part two of the cable issue? What if Doctor Doom became Sorcerer Supreme? And what if no one was watching The Watcher? All-star humor special. And then I got the random issue of what if Iron Man sold out? That's my issue, Devin. I don't think so. Ah. Oh. <laughs> uh. Yeah, it has been a long day if you cannot hear it in our voices. And if you can't hear it in our voices, I took a picture at the start of the day and at the end of the day. And you can see my spirit is willing, but my body is weak. I'm going to go eat so much melt when I get home and play so much Lego Batman. Uh, my feet rest. I've got to drive more. And then tomorrow I'm going up to Detroit. And then I'm driving back from 
driving back from Detroit. I've got work on Monday. Oh no! Oh Maybe no! You can see the new the statue of RoboCop. I could see the Robert Cop statue. Everyone loves the RoboCop statue. Except the people of Detroit who have it as a reminder of the problems with their... See, that's the problem. My friend from Detroit, no, they're really proud of it. Oh. And it, like, bothers me every time they talk about it. Because, like, you know that you shouldn't be proud of it. Because it's just a reminder of the fact that you guys are a shithole and you needed a robo cop to defend you. I'd buy that for a dollar. Uh, but yeah, let's talk about Age of Ultron. Do we want to do spoilers or not spoilers? Yeah, sure. Spoilers? Everyone who's listening to us probably won't watch Saw it by now anyway. Or if they don't, or if they haven't, they probably won't. Or you can just stop listening for Right now, because we're going to start talking spoilers of Age of Ultron. In five, four, three... One, go! Okay, anyway, I liked it. Quick Silver Dice! <laughs> And there is no end credits scene. Yeah. Which I mean, I'm fine with. Yeah. It's a movie thing that, what's it called? Cap did. Guardians did not. No, Guardians... Didn't have an end end credits. It only had the mid credit scene just like we got in this one. I thought it did have an end end credits. Yeah. And, uh... What was the mid credit scene for them? Your dancing groove? No, the end credit scene for them was Howard the Duck. Oh, yeah, it was, wasn't it? Oh, they just didn't have a mid-credit scene. So. Yeah, and uh, Iron Man 3 just had a Science Bros moment. Yeah. Which, after Avengers 2, the end of Iron Man doesn't make a lot of sense, because he had given up being Iron Man, sort of. There's a lot of things that didn't make sense. Yeah, that is the problem about the shared universe, which is weird, because you've got people who are supposed to be directing the direction of the universe. Like, I mean, it makes sense up until a point. Mm-hmm. I guess, like, Iron Man has been working on stepping back, and that was his whole... And that is the whole point of Ultron. So, yeah. no, I'm actually not. Actually, now as I think about it more, no, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. He understands that... He understands that he still needs to be Iron Man for but at least he, a little while. He just yeah. wants to stop. Mm-hmm. Which we get from the whole wood-chopping scene. Yeah. I wish the movie had more of those quiet fun, jokey scenes, like the hammer moment, and, uh... Yes, oh, I love the hammer moment. Yeah, it, it... There are a lot of big battles, but I think... I don't want to say there are too many. It was a big movie. Yeah. Possibly a bit too big, so it felt unwieldy. I disagree. I think you need to go back and rewatch it. And actually, I'd recommend anyone listening to the podcast to do the same. Because... Basically, the first time you watch it, yes, I agree, there's so much going on that it's a little hard to take in. But once you kind of, like, know what's happening and you go back and rewatch it again, it kind of starts to condense everything and you see it all kind of, like, flowing much mm-hmm. more naturally. Like a river. Yes. Like a leaf on the wind. No. Wash! No. Yeah, uh, I'd give it about an 85% after my first watching. I'd give it five stars. I love that thing. I love James Spader's Ultron. Also, we finally got to bring in one of my favorite Avengers of all time slash characters, which was Wanda Maximoff, the Scarlet Witch. Even though her powers have been... 
they are diminished fun. in this one. They they give her basically she has telekinesis, telepathy, and kind of control over lots of different mind matter. control. Yeah, mind control. Once well, comes because of the tele telepathy, or yeah. I guess here's that. I mean, the thing I understand why they're doing that, which is basically her powers are so batshit insane in the comics, which works well for a comic, but it would just be very hard to do. To me, at least, I think of a movie. Well, and I think making them less magical means that they can make actual magic stuff appear later on. Yeah. When you have Doctor Strange. Yeah. I mean, she still is kind of magic, so I mean, I, I like what they did with her. Mm-hmm. Quicksilver was... I really liked this version of Quicksilver. I mean, as much as I did enjoy the one in Days of Future Past, he was kind of a joke, where this one kind of brings him to what we come to expect from Avengers Quicksilver. He's a jerk. Yep. And then he's dead. And then he's dead. Because yeah, they kept trying to build it up. Hawkeye's gonna die. Hawkeye's gonna die. Hawkeye's gonna die. Oh, no, JK. Quicksilver's dead. Yep. Saving Hawkeye. I really like that they gave Hawkeye more to do in this movie, too. Yep. Because, like, in the last one, he was just kind of the mind-controlled man for, like, literally the entire movie up mm. until the final fight. Which, actually, that was one reason why I wish... I think it's a mistake that Tony Stark took out the, uh... the arc reactor. Uh, in Iron Man 3. Oh, yeah, cause Because that's how he stops Loki from, uh... mind-controlling yeah. Because yeah. it taps for the heart. Mm-hmm. Or just like, oh, and especially because Ultron actually does it again in mm -hmm. this movie. And he also, they also killed off Baron Strucker too quickly, and they didn't have the Devil Claw, and it was weird, because it looked like they were building Strucker up to be something. Yeah, especially, too, if you've been watching Agents of Atlas this season, or Agents, Agents of, of Shield. S.H.I.E.L.D., rather. God, I wish Agents of Atlas was a show. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., though, because, I mean, he's mentioned, especially in the last four episodes alone. Yeah, they were leading up to him, but then that gets into the whole thing where Whedon really doesn't like... Which I don't understand, because he's the one who made the damn show. He That's what's, like, very confusing about this whole... Yeah. Whedon is, like, crapping on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., but it's just like, you're the one who made this. It's his and his brother's show. Yeah. But he directed the pilot. I'm pretty sure it was his idea. I I I doubt it because it looked like it was a lot more weed and alumni who were doing the writing and stuff. That's neither here nor there. Yeah, but I think he's the one who kind of was just like, "Hey, we should have a show so I can bring my friends along." Hey, hey, hi, hi. Quicksilver had to die. No, first off, getting all the lyrics wrong, but. I don't care about Neil Young. Maybe oh. he, maybe oh. Neil Young, will remember. Southern man don't want him around anyhow. Neil Young's gonna come and fight you, Luke. Hey, yes, you're here hey. first. There's gonna be a fight between Luke and Neil Young in next week's show. <laughs> Luke Hare is going to die. Oh, Luke Hare is definitely gonna die. Uh, but yeah. You think you can take on Rocket in the free world, Neil Young? Do you think he'll get young Neil to also fight you? The answer is yes. But can I get Neil Jacoby on my side? No. Sorry, Neil. Jacoby, just to clarify, I'm not apologizing to Neil Young. He knows what he did. Yep. Crazy horse. Definitely crazy horse. Yeah. Okay. It has been a good free comic book day. We are dead. I've got more... 
stuff to do. And, uh, yeah, I think our next episode is going to be our Exiles special. And then after that is our tenth episode in what we consider our actual continuity. Yep. Because this is just a special. Just like our Daredevil special. At least you like the point ones that Marvel likes to do. Where the Jerry Conway issues of Spider-Man currently. Oh. Oh, you on? Oh. The Jerry Conway issues are like 16.1, 17.1, 18.1, 19.1. Boom, Broke is blowing up. Oh. Secret Wars. All these Secret Wars. I am very curious to read that issue. Yeah, I am looking forward to Secret Wars actually starting. Yeah. They've been building this up for way too long. Mm -hmm. But it should definitely be better than Convergence, which has been hit and miss. And Well, that's the thing. You're saying that Convergence was hit and miss. For me, I'm very worried with Secret Wars that it's either going to hit and like hit hard out of the park or it is going to be a cluster fuck. Well, let me clarify that the main series has been criticized by the people who I care about their comic opinions, but it's the side stuff that's had some good moments. Yeah. It, it's their... Hey, hey where's your gold been amazing? What? Apparently Booster Gold was amazing. I've only heard good things about that issue. And Thunder... Or, uh, the Captain Marvel one was really good. We also did finally have Multiversity end this week, which was really great. We had uh, Super Demon show up from our uh, poster. Yeah, nice. Yeah, it was great because he did this long rhyme there. And, uh... Yeah, Multiversity... That might be something that we'd need to do a special episode on discussing it because it is dense as hell and it, I it's sense. expect nothing less from Grant Morrison. Yeah, Matt Gorison. Yeah. Ah, uh, but yeah, this has been our Age of Ultron Free Comic Book Day special, and uh, you can follow us on Podomatic, Stitcher, and iTunes. We're also on Twitter and Facebook, and should we start a Tumblr? You can't. I'm not touching Tumblr. I do not understand that thing. You do not like Tumblr. I do not understand the point of Tumblr. Sam, I am? Yes. So you are all for the Tumblr. I don't care. Yeah. And then, uh... I just will not contribute to it in any way. Yeah, if you do like these special episodes, I wouldn't be opposed to just pulling out a random what-if for when we hang out and doing a short episode on that. It's right. Yeah, you're tired. Yeah, I'm tired. tie tie. I was up playing Lego Batman 3 all last night, guys. Which is great. I went to bed at 11? I went to bed like 2.30. Gosh, Devin. And I go do errands this morning before I went to get my comic books. <sighs> yeah. I used up like half a tank of gas driving around everywhere. Yay! Well, it was on sale by my house. Probably like three quarters of a tank, considering what it took to get over there. Okay. Yeah. No, it was. It was definitely worth it. Yeah. I mean, free comic book day is a fun day. It's one of those days where I actually spend a lot of money, more money than I should have. But it's fun. Treat yourself. Treat yourself. Treat yourself. Treat yourself, 2015. Oh!
tune in next week when I have a new co-host, Tim. Oh. Oh. Because Luke knows what he just did. <laughs> that was not sound edited at all. Nope. Yeah, this has been Multiversal Q. Thank you for listening. Have a great end of the 616.